Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. I've had a great and wonderful weekend. Thank you, Coach Aldrima. As always, it's an honor to share this platform with you guys this morning. It is Monday morning. It's the start of a new week. Uh, I'm excited. I really am. I really am excited. Uh, Got other things going on, some concerns with weather and things like that. But outside of those concerns, I know all will be well. Even in the midst of those concerns, all will be well. So this morning, I'm still uh, in the family of accountability. But I like to say we're going to meet the cousin to accountability. Maybe I should say the mother to accountability. Let's say that. She gives birth to accountability, I think. Um, And that is commitment. Because commitment has to exist for you to be accountable, right? There, You can be accountable. We can develop this sense of accountability. We can have accountability alliances. But what have we attached our, commit, our accountability to? And that is where commitment comes in. So this morning, accountability requires commitment. That's the topic for today. Commitment is defined as an engagement or an obligation that restricts freedom of action. Commitment is defined as an engagement or obligation that restricts freedom of action. So when we look at that right there, we hear the word restrict. Many times, as I've said before, the words accountability and commitment sometimes seem to seem to a little lofty for leaders, those that are moving in certain arenas, because we feel that the higher we go, we should get more freedom, right? We should have more freedom to do certain things. And I've always remembered one thing I've always instructed my son that just because you grow in age, just because life changes, and you do get certain freedom, there comes more restrictions with that freedom. Certain things that you are allowed to do when you are seven or eight years old, you can't get away with at 17 or 18 years old. Can't get away with them at 40 or 60, right? So it's, restriction isn't a bad thing when you have the right perspective when you understand that it's about protecting you and it is about revealing to you the highest potential that lies within yourself. So how is that possible? Well, let me ask you a few questions. How can you do something, say you're going to do it, and then see it through? You have to commit, right? You want something that you want done, whatever that goal is. If it's purchasing a new home, you first say, I'm going to do this, and to actually see yourself do it. We've talked about how accountability lives in that space between what we say and what we do, but there has to be commitment because in order to buy the house, it has to go beyond just you saying it. It has to actually be something that you are willing to go through the process to do, to stay committed to the end and have the accountability along the way that will support the actions needed to get you to the end. So if you know you're in the home buying process, 
There are certain things that has to restrict your freedom of spending, your freedom of buying, because now you have a goal of buying a home. Now, that doesn't mean that the restrictions are there to burden you, but they are actually there to fuel the necessary things that you need to choose for the purpose of buying the home. If buying the home is the goal, then running up your credit, spending unnecessary money, that are those are not choices that support what you said, which leads you to hypocrisy, right? Remember, we talked about passing that way. That will cause you to not be able to keep your word, to cause your commitment to falter. We can even look at our businesses. This is real key to me because um, as I've grown in business and I've taken a journey over the years and I've watched myself grow and I've watched others, I have learned that one of the biggest things that a business owner can do to establish the culture is to set your terms and conditions. I can't say that no better. You have to decide how your business will operate. And you have to present that to the marketplace. You can't allow other people to dictate it. Because if it does, if other people, your clients and customers, dictate the terms and conditions under which you operate, your commitment to running that business will weaken. So eventually you'll have no commitment. You'll begin to question, why did you even start? You'll begin to even doubt that you're even able to get to the finish line. You won't have accountability alliances because no, no, no one could ever be able to keep you true to yourself. Because the moment you fail at being committed to the thing that you started out to do, and the way that you support that commitment is having standards, your terms and conditions under which you want to operate. Not what somebody else does in their business, not how they do it, but what ways do you want to operate under? Do you want to have a refund policy? Do you not? Because what happens is if you run into a client or a customer who then wants a refund and now you're upset because the person wants their money back, the issue isn't the customer wanting their money back. The issue comes back to why didn't you put the things in place that would clearly explain what's going to be expected from doing business with you. That is what fuels your commitment, those choices that you get to make. If you commit to something, now you're accountable to seeing it through. And how do you do that? How do you get all of those things to work together? In order for the goal to come to pass, you, number one, must commit. You must make a decision to have an engagement or an obligation that will restrict your freedoms of action. It's going to focus you in on that particular goal that you desire. The second thing is to make the choices that will support that commitment. We said a few minutes ago, if the commitment is buying a home, what choices will support that? And third, you must be accountable to those choices. You must be honest with yourself and with a trusted accountability alliance along the way about the choices that you are making. 
Are these choices aligning with the commitment that you've set in place? Because if this choice does not support it, we need to choose differently. And remember, we discussed having preventative accountability, not accountability after the fact, but that accountability that supports you in preventing yourself from making the right choices. You need to ensure that as a leader, you're inviting that in, that your commitments are your words, that you're staying true to what you have set for the standards for yourself. And then once you hold on to those commitments, those standards, those are the things that you're accountable to, nothing more and nothing less. And then as you continue to make the right choices, holding true to those standards and commitments, you will see your goals come to pass. This is why it is care that we must be careful in the things that we commit to because sometimes we can commit too quickly. We can commit and give our word to something, and now we find ourselves yoked and bound by something that does not fit our overall goals. They don't align with what our personal life principles are going to be. They don't align with those personal standards. And it is at that moment that you still have a power of choice. Do you continue on this road now that you know this doesn't align? Or do you stand in a transparent moment, accountable not to that individual, but to your standards first and say, my apologies, I can't do this. This doesn't serve my brand. This doesn't serve my business. This doesn't serve my family. Or this takes me away from my goal. It is okay to say no if a commitment that we have made does not fit with our personal commitment, our personal standards. It is when we follow through with something that we know not to be true to us just to please other people that we have just broken a commitment to ourselves and to our creator. We have just laid aside our mission that our assignment has called for us to be on. So we have to know that accountability requires commitment. And we have to be clear about what we're committing ourselves to. What are we yoking ourselves to? What are we bounding ourselves to? Through our words and through our actions, through our desperation. Are we moving too quickly because we're desperate to see something come to pass and we're forsaking the process of growth that's taking place in us? Know that commitment and accountability gives way to an exciting process to where you get what you want, and then you get to see what you're really made of. When you truly hold steadfast to that commitment, to the thing that you know to be true for yourself, the thing that you know that only you have been called to do, the way that only you have been called to do it, your commitment and then your accountability to your choices along the way will give birth to something so beautiful that you will look over your life and say, how did I get here? I didn't know I was made of that. I didn't know that I could survive it. I didn't know I was that good. So let us hold on to commitment and accountability for ourselves first, because there is no way that we can give it to anything or anyone else if we do not stay true to ourselves. So I hope this call has impacted you. I hope it has met you where you are. 
Thank you guys so much for joining us on Wisdom Inspired. It is truly an honor to share with you each and every morning. If you're getting anything out of these calls, we ask that you share them with others. There is nothing but an investment of 15 minutes of their time, and we are certain that the wisdom that will be shared will enrich their lives personally and professionally. If you'd like to learn more about the AAC Coworking community, send us an email at hello at aaccoworking.com. We have a wonderful networking mixer that takes place every Wednesday, and it is open to the public. You can join us in our great co-working community and network with some powerful female entrepreneurs, lifestyle business owners, and freelance professionals. Thank you again for joining us and meet us back on the line tomorrow morning. Thank you and have a great day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC co-working community a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.